Welcome to Dear 20-something. I'm Erica, the host of this podcast, and I'm so excited to have you here. A bit about me, I'm a 20-something social entrepreneur and investor who is navigating the ups and downs of being in my 20s. The Dear 20-something podcast started because we wanted to create a space for ambitious and curious 20-somethings to connect with the successful changemakers they most look up to. While the 20s can be a time full of questions and doubts, we're here to humanize the whole thing. You'll hear from successful trailblazers who will share the highs and lows of their 20s, and you'll also get words of wisdom from some experts who will speak on a certain topic relevant for 20-somethings. And then sometimes it'll just be me on the mic hosting an episode where I share a recent reflection or story from my own life as I too am navigating this wild decade. We're so happy to have you here. Let's get started. Today on the show, I'll be introducing you to me and share a bit more about what's to come. So this is the very first episode of season two. I'm doing it as a solo episode. So I am sitting here on my couch talking to myself, which is a little weird, but here I am. I talked to some folks who said it'd be great to just kind of give like a rundown of who I am, why I'm doing the show, and all the things I've kind of learned over the past season and give you guys an overview of what's to come. And then also get to know me a little bit. I was born and raised in Manhattan Beach, California, which is a small beach town that's for some reason, the past few years become extremely popular and a little bit more bougie now. But growing up, it was a small beach town, really close-knit community. We had a surf team at our high school, which people seem to think is fun. And it was just a wonderful way to grow up. I absolutely loved it. And I grew up with my twin sister and my mom. Shout out Danny and Cheryl. They are my favorite people and were extremely, extremely close. Mom was a single mom growing up and obviously having a twin sister very close as is. So we were just a really, really tight-knit group. We call ourselves the Three Musketeers. That may or may not be our text group chat name. So that's kind of the family piece. Family's always been super important to me. I think, so a little bit of background too on my mom. She was, or actually is, a surgeon, a doctor, and worked extremely hard my whole life. I spent a lot of times growing up like in the hospital, just either watching her doing surgeries or playing on the computers in the back rooms and just saw her insane work ethic and saw how she was able to raise us as a single mom and just be so strong, so independent. And you know, when you're the doctor in a surgery, like everyone's looking to you for the answers. And so I just always saw her as this just badass idol, honestly, and knew that I wanted to be empowering women in whatever I did. And I knew that women could come 100% be breadwinners and support themselves and work really hard. And she was just a big inspiration for me. Shout out mom, if you're listening to this, (laughs) you probably are. You know, she was a huge influence in my life. And she is kind of one of the main reasons I think I even wanted to do a show like this where I interview really successful women, which is a lot of what I did in, in season one, just really incredible, incredible women and humanize their 20s. So I went to USC So born and raised in Manhattan Beach. Then I went to USC for college, which was the biggest blessing. I had an awesome experience. It was a dream school of mine and very, very, very blessed to go and absolutely loved it. I felt like I had an awesome group of friends. I did the sorority thing, which was fun. But then I also found like my passion when it comes to career and I found it really young. And I think I know that that's really, really, really rare. And I went into college having no clue what I wanted to do. And I just fell in love with the business school there. And I fell in love with building something from nothing and taking an idea 
that I just had in my head and seeing it as like a physical prototype or having it impact the world in some way. It was really kind of an eye-opening experience for me. So I got really involved in the business school and then I got specifically more involved in the entrepreneurship school and then just had these amazing, amazing professors at USC that had like actually built and scaled their own businesses. I think at the back of my mind, I because my mom, you know, is a doctor and a lot of people in my family are in healthcare, I kind of had this sense that I needed to give back. My life needed to have meaning much more than just serving my own needs. And so I think there's been this like service through line in a lot of the work that I've done since because of how I was raised. And so I fortunately found this world of social entrepreneurship, which kind of unlocked everything for me and blended my passion for entrepreneurship and building and creating with my passion for like impact and service and thinking about the bigger impact, I guess, of the decisions that businesses make and people make at businesses. And in school, I I ended up getting my master's in social entrepreneurship. I started a social enterprise. I gave a talk on it. I just became obsessed. You could maybe argue an unhealthy amount, but I just absolutely fell in love with it. And then since then, I've just been building different startups that create impact. And that's kind of me. In terms of hobbies and things, I love movies and musicals and books. I really love culture and entertainment, like pop culture. And I love getting lost in a story. So, you know, whether that's like a visual story, I don't really care. I just love a really beautiful moving story. I also love documentaries a lot. I love the beach. I'm a big beach bum. I, it's just because of where I grew up. I just absolutely love the beach. I love spending time with friends and family. I used to tap dance. I'm trying to do that more now. It's such a weird question. When people ask you your hobbies, I'm like, I don't know. But those are the things I would say are, that I like to do. Okay, so that's the first question. Wow, I talked a lot already. If you're still here, thanks for hanging in. I guess where I am now, I'll kind of expand a little bit more on that. So I am currently living in Los Angeles, 20-something in Los Angeles. And I kind of shared a little bit about career. Just I, my background is in startups, but I actually recently switched jobs which is very exciting. I can't speak too much on it now because randomly this episode is coming out in between me joining and me being able to say where I've joined. But I can say that it's in venture capital and it's basically doing what I did with one-on-one startups in a different way. So instead of working with just one startup really deep, I'm kind of going wide and working with lots of different startups. And I'm just really excited. It's it's a lot of the same stuff. I mean, I'm going to be continuing to fill, figure out how I can help businesses have impact and build the best cultures and be successful. So it's a lot of the same stuff I've been doing just in a bit of a different format. But I will share more on that in a future solo episode. So if you're at all interested in venture capital or startups or anything like that, Feel free to also send me a DM, but I plan on doing some future episodes on that. Okay, that's the second question where I'm now. Third question is why I started Dear 20-something. So I had the idea for a while that I really wanted a place where I could aggregate a lot of the advice for 20-somethings. I would like be on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, and I would just see all these like clips of like, the one piece of advice I give to someone if they were in their 20s and I loved it and I would just save them all to my camera roll or I'd send them to my friends and I'm always reading quotes and like just I love these little snippets of advice. So that's one part. The other part is I felt like when I really looked up to someone, whoever it may be, like whether they spoke at my campus and I wanted to like look up their background or as an example, like Lori on Shark Tank, like, I don't know, just someone. And I'm, oh, wow, they seem really cool. I go on the internet and 
pretty much all the articles that I found on people I would admire would be on like their successes and the time in their life when they hadn't achieved that success. So for, you know, a small handful, it happens in their 20s, but most of the time people do their big thing when they're in their 30s or their 40s or their 50s and or 60s and 70s, 80s, you know? And so I think for me, I just felt like I wanted a place where we could aggregate that information and I wanted to be a content spot where we would actually ask people about their 20s. I would look at their LinkedIn's and that was like the most information I could get. I would kind of see like, oh, this is like generally like their job title and their job when they were 28, but not everyone had a LinkedIn updated. And that's a pretty one-dimensional way of thinking about someone's 20s. And so I just figured I'd have them come on and we could just chat about it. So anyway, I kind of had this idea that this was like missing. And then I was basically searching the internet and I found this leak on the internet that there was going to be an app being created by Mark Cuban and a few other awesome people. Specifically, I'll shout out Fallon. She's the other co-founder. And they were going to create an audio podcasting content app. It kind of like wasn't really clear what it was going to be, but this was like in the height of Clubhouse. And there were like rumors about Spotify Green Room and Twitter Spaces and kind of like all these social platforms were creating their own audio format. And so I didn't really know much. I just kind of knew it was going to be in podcasting. And I literally hadn't started Dear 20-something. I just had this idea, which I do sometimes, just to cold email and say, hey, I saw this leak. Looks like you're building something really cool. This is my background. If there's anything I can do to support you, let me know. And like really short and sweet. And I kind of do that sometimes with like companies that I think are really cool. I'll just sort of send a note and just be like, hey, this is me. If I can ever be of value to you, let me know. Because there's kind of like a handful of companies, you know, that we all kind of like either follow on Instagram or maybe founders that we really admire or just people we really admire. And so anyway, I sent a cold email and they got back to me and they said, hey, have you thought about actually starting a show? Our platform, we can tell you more about it over a call. The leak wasn't supposed to be a leak, blah, blah, blah. And I said, kind of, I've actually had this idea, sure. And so... I hop on a call and basically they explain to me what the plan is for this app called Fireside. And it's going to be not just audio, it'll be audio and video and you can create your content there and publish it right to podcast platforms and it'll be live and there's going to be an audience and basically all these amazing ideas. And they said, what would your show be? Do you want to pitch us something? And I said, well, I kind of have had this thought for a while. I don't really know what it looks like, but just, I think the 20 somethings content always goes viral because people are craving it. And that's, I think when people are the most lost, but like, there's no real great podcast or at least podcast that I've seen that finds successful people and has them talk about their twenties. And anyway, they just said, yeah, let's do it. And then that's kind of what started it. They helped me get some early guests and I use their platform for some of the earlier shows and they've been nothing but amazing. And I think as time went on, I realized that I'm going to use that platform moving forward for a lot of my solo episodes so it can be more conversational. But I think with my guests, I think that format lends itself better to just something a little bit more intimate. And so I'm not hosting them on Fireside. But they were really the impetus for me starting this. And so I just, if any of you guys are listening, thank you so much for pushing me and believing in me and convincing me to do a podcast. So that's why I started Dear 20-something. Okay, so... Question number four, what I learned from season one of the show. So we did 25 episodes for season one and we did them every other Tuesday. 
And we started it about a year ago, basically, right? Because 25 every other week is about a year. And this last episode, episode 25 with Sarah Murray, who is absolutely incredible. I highly recommend you listen if you haven't already. That is the last episode of season one. And I picked 25 because it's just a nice number. I just feel like it feels really a uh, quarter of a century. Feels good. What did I learn? I think the biggest thing I learned was that podcasting is the best hack for networking and meeting the most interesting people. I have been blown away by the caliber of people that have been willing to come on the podcast and people who've like walked away from the conversation, basically saying like, anything you need, I'm here. You know, like now that we're connected and we just spent an hour talking about, you know, it's like almost like a therapy session with them sometimes. Cause like, you know, the twenties are not always so hot. And now these people are kind of friends. Some of them are friends. And I say that because from my perspective, they are my friend. I hope that it's <laughs> you'll return the other way. But we just support each other now. So anything from like if they're hiring, I'll send it out to friends. I will go out of my way to get their products if they have like CPG products. Just showing support and having these people in my network has been awesome. And I think that's been the biggest thing is just getting the chance to meet them. And then of course, getting to share this information with the community. You know, I've been wanting to continue to grow it and that's really the plan for season two. But just hearing when like an episode really resonates or like, you know, if maybe someone mentions that as a mom, it can be hard to prioritize self-care or as a 20-something, we all go through friend breakups and that can be hard or whatever it is. I think that's been really cool too to hear what resonates and of course get feedback too and try to have more vulnerable conversations. If anyone's thinking about starting a podcast, I would just say go for it. It's so funny when I look back when in the very beginning, I had such bad anxiety when I started this. I was like, I felt like my throat was going to close up. I was reading questions off of a list. I was so scared. And I've interviewed people sometimes and I've done some public speaking, but I was terrified, absolutely terrified. But with time, it's gotten so much better and it's really been such a blessing. And I've learned so much. I've also learned, like I mentioned earlier, that I really like the more intimate setting of just being one-on-one with a guest versus doing it live. Just for me personally, I think I've learned that too. I've also learned that I want to do these more frequently. There's a lot of people I want to talk to. So that leads me into my final question, question five for myself, what I am most excited about for season two. And that has a lot to obviously do with what I learned from season one. But what am I most excited about? So I think there's three big changes, which I'll talk about in a sec. The first thing I wanted to say was just, it's not easy running a podcast while having like a day job and projects and stuff. And I will just give a quick shout out to Lily, who is my assistant and she helps me with a lot of the podcast stuff. So shout out to her. She's the reason I'm able to do a lot of this stuff. And she's been such a huge help. Shout out to the Fireside team for helping me get awesome guests. Really appreciate them. And then at my new job in venture capital, they've been beyond supportive of the show and plan to continue putting support behind it. And so I think I've got lots of people helping me and helping me grow this to a place where it reaches more and more people and hopefully continues to have a positive impact. And so I think that's just separate from me addressing the different changes that are happening season two. I just have to say, I think like having that is huge and did not start off that way. But with time and consistency, I'm in a place where I can do that, which is really awesome. So the three big changes that I'm excited about for season two. So this is all collected feedback as well. For those of you that follow us on Instagram, 
So the first change is that the show is going to be weekly, which I think I just hinted at. But instead of it being every other Tuesday, it's going to be every Tuesday, which is very exciting because there's lots of conversations I want to have. And I think, like I said, I'm at a place now where I can do it weekly before I wasn't. And now I have the support so I can. And so I'm really excited. Every Tuesday, we'll be launching a new episode. The second change is, so I have only interviewed women so far in season one, 25 incredible women. And it was so awesome. And I think, like I kind of mentioned in the very beginning, like that's so much of who I am and so much of what I care about is like having kind of like a community of women to support each other and being honest and vulnerable about your 20s. But I think for season two, I am going to be more open to having really awesome men and of course, non-binary folks as well on the podcast. I think just knowing me and knowing my network and knowing who I want to talk to, I think it will probably be mostly women still just because that's, yeah, that's just my world. But I think if there are really awesome men that have a story they want to share or want to come on the show, I think I'll be open to that and we'll see. Right now, it's been pretty much the same format for every show. Every show, I interview a really successful changemaker and I ask them, about their 20s. And we go into like the nitty gritty of it. And I think that is super valuable and super interesting. And obviously those conversations have gone in a million and one directions. But I think there are other formats that I at least am personally interested in. And I've heard feedback other people are interested in too. So we're going to kind of switch it up. So there will be three different show formats. Any given week can be any one of the three. And the first format is going to be what I've been doing, which is like a regular show where I bring on a guest and we chat about their 20s. That'll be the most common one still. It's res really resonated and I really enjoy that. The second show format is going to be our explained shows. Basically, when we bring on an expert on any given topic and have them explain what that really means to them and why it's relevant for 20-somethings. So as an example, like, bringing on an expert in real estate or bringing on an expert in fitness and then chatting about, okay, so how do you think about fitness for someone in their 20s? What is our body going through? What is your advice? What are the resources? What are the this, that? And we we do obviously get a little bit into their background to make sure you know people know that they're like an expert on whatever they're coming to talk about. But we then talk in depth about a certain topic. And so I'm really excited about this one because I've already recorded a couple podcasts for our upcoming explained episodes and they have been so interesting. And if you guys have any topics that you're specifically really interested in, please send a DM. But I think that'll be really good. And then the third format is going to be doing more solo episodes. I will try not to do these too, too frequently. I'm thinking like once a month will be a solo episode. But I do think it's important that like, I don't know, my favorite podcast, I kind of, I don't know, someone said this to me. Oh, I think it was, I think it was Lily, actually. She said, the best podcast, you know who the host is. And like, you like the podcast because of the host. And I think that that's something that I've been internalizing and realizing that I need to be willing to be vulnerable and share more of my experience. And I think that'll go a really long way. I hope it does. And that has not always been easy for me. I tend to be more of a private person, but I think it's a really good exercise to just kind of reflect openly and be vulnerable with a community of people that are also figuring it out too. And I'm the last person to say that I know at all what I'm doing, but I think sharing stories from my own life and reflections from my own life can hopefully be helpful for people who are going through the same thing. 
And so the solo episodes, I mean, I'm still figuring out what that content is. So more to come. I think some of the ones that I have been thinking I might do are just how to like manage your mental health as an entrepreneur. I think that's something that I am definitely working on. Talking a little bit more about that talking about maybe just the fundamentals of actually starting a business, like those early steps and kind of my experience doing that. My TEDx experience, I was lucky enough to give a TEDx talk a few years ago and it was terrifying, but I learned a lot from it. So things like that, I think I might talk more about and just like different experiences. Maybe I'll do a little bit more in depth about friendships and things. I don't know. I I have to figure out how personal versus professional. I think I'm still figuring that out, but I'm willing to be more vulnerable, and I think that's a lot. So yeah, those are the three different show structures. The regular ones we've been doing where I interview a guest and ask about their 20s, explained episodes where we pick a topic that's relevant for 20-somethings and bring on an expert, and then a solo episode where I'll just share a quick reflection or story. So those are all the things I'm excited about for season two. This is going to be episode 26. So next week will be the very first real episode of season two. I guess this is the real one, first one. So that would be the second. But I really appreciate it for those of you who've listened to this and wanted to get to know me a little bit more and have enjoyed hopefully the podcast so far. I really appreciate it. And this really is a community for people to share what they're going through. So we have a nice community going on over on Instagram. If you want to follow us there, we're starting to post more on TikTok too which is fun, but I hope you guys find this valuable and interesting. And if you ever have any thoughts or comments or feedback, please send us a DM on Instagram. It's the best way to find us. And yeah, thank you so much for being here. And I can't wait for season two. All right, let's do this. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dear 20-something. If you enjoyed it, you can give us a follow over at Dear 20-something on Instagram or subscribe here or anywhere you get podcasts. 